Thank you, Julie. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> I'm not your sister. I think, I'm, think I might be your wife. I think. Um, a lot of what's been uh, sung and said this morning... Um, where's Sarah? She's gone out. What Sarah said this morning at the end about uh, not not dwelling on the past but thinking about the future uh, is really, uh, really important to what I've got to say. And a few weeks ago, I had a conversation with Sue Bavister, if if you remember, and we were talking about a prophetic song, yeah, Uh, that I brought when I was in my 20s, way back in... Um, about about new things. So I'm going to talk about this morning a new things. Who likes new things? Depends what they are. What new things do you like? Guitars. That's not surprised me. Anything else? Shoes. Bedding. Oh, yeah, there's nothing nicer than a nice, crisp, new set of bedding, is there? Johnny? Bass guitars. If you've seen Johnny's T-shirt, come up here, Johnny. I play bass because I can't dance. (laughs) I can't do that. So Johnny got lots of new things. Um, For those of you who uh, don't know, I dislocated my shoulder about a week ago. But look. Yeah. Um, Lots of prayer this week. It's not totally healed yet, but I really believe God's been been doing some fantastic healing. But because I dislocated my shoulder, I got a pair of new boots out of it. <laughs> with, with grips on the bottom. Because I slipped on the ice. So I was taken shopping by my husband to buy something new. Dear. <laughs> You've got a new coat. Uh, one thing I love doing is getting a jar, uh, probably, see I'm not an instant coffee fan, but it could be an instant coffee jar or, or hot chocolate, and I love the first, you know that, silk, that film, the foil on the top, that gives me a lot of pleasure, it gives me a lot of pleasure, uh, and I've been thinking about money, this is my pocket money, and this is going to be spent on a six-month subscription for Ancestry. Sorry. <laughs> I've been saving. I've been saving. But there are some new things I just don't like, and I don't like the new notes. It's like Monopoly money, isn't it? And it, it, it doesn't feel right. 
There's nothing nicer than a, a, a crisp, brand new paper note, is there? Is there? No, no, no. Uh, this one's a paper one, and that... You don't see many. I've earned this. <laughs> one, my favourite season is spring, and I love it when the trees... Uh, start to uh, to uh, come into bud and into leaf. I bore Paul silly with what we drive from uh, Darton uh, on the way to Barnsley. And the road is um, lined with trees, and I go on and on and on. And how wonderful spring is! Look at all the buds on the trees. Look at all the. I hate it when the leaves fall off the trees. I just love spring. It's it, it's. It's new life, isn't it? It's, it's a miracle, really. It's a miracle. Um, as a society, we are obsessed with new things, I think. And it is a pressure particularly on our young adults to have everything new. When you, know, when you get married, you get everything new. Um, we didn't have our first piece of new furniture until we'd been married about 17, 18 years. And when we had babies, when we had babies, we swapped clothes. And our, our kids... What? No, no, not for me. Not for me. But you, you, you swapped clothes. You didn't buy lots of new clothes. Um, Rob used to get a lot of Tim's clothes, but Tim got so exponentially tall, there came a cut-off point where we had to say no more <laughs> because they were too big. But we are a bit obsessed with everything new. Some of us are obsessed with things that are old, like my husband likes historical. <laughs> Not me! I'm older than him, a few years older than him, so, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, do you know, it can be the same with our Christian lives and, and new things in our Christian lives. It's so lovely. Week by week, we're seeing new, new people coming into this place and visitors. If you're a visitor this morning... Uh, you are so, so welcome, and you're amazing, and God loves you. Uh, and that's a new thing. For somebody who, who maybe never been in a, to a church like this before, it might be something, you might think we're a bit mad. Uh, not really. But it's the same with our Christian lives and our church life. New can be frightening. If you've ever gone for a new job, or started something completely new that you're not quite sure about. And familiar is comfortable. And sometimes we can get a bit stuck in the familiar and not go for, for things that are new. Um, some of my favorite verses that I think that the prophetic song um, came, uh, Sue's um, threatened to make me sing it at some point, but I'm resisting so far. 
uh, <laughs> came out of these verses. Uh, so it's Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Then there's a little bit more that I'm just going to add on there. So this is verse 20 and 21. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen. And if you're a Christian this morning, that's you. The people I formed for myself that they may proclaim my praise. And I really feel quite strongly, it's easy to to say, uh, you know, God's doing a new thing. I feel God's doing a new thing. But, But looking around this place and experiences over the last few weeks, God is doing a new thing among us. Can you feel it? Can you perceive it? Scripture says, can you feel it? I can feel it. Um, And I think these verses are speaking to us as a group of people, as a family, as a church family. And we've got new initiatives in church, haven't we? We, uh, The evenings, uh, well, I don't even want to call it a service anymore because it's not really. Our six o'clock meeting on Sunday evening, live lounge, I've got to say, it's amazing. If you've not been, come. Because the presence of God is it's palpable. It's been amazing. And tonight we have a particular have a worship and a prayer for healing uh, evening. Uh, and it'd be great to see you there. You know, we've, we've launched Inspire, as Sarah was saying earlier. Um, new initiatives. And of course, we're having our first Nerf war. Uh, I think I might be somewhere else in the building when that happens. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, we can't remain static. We can't be comfortable. We've got to be prepared to grow and to welcome the new, to welcome new people among us. That often changes the dynamics, doesn't it? But I love it when new people come to this place and decide to make their home here. It's amazing. There are new ways of doing things. We're starting to do things in new ways. You know, forget the former things. Forget it. Let's concentrate on the future. I think, Sarah, you said past and future. You had the words past and future. Let's concentrate on the future. Because whatever is next is better yeah? Whatever is next in God is better. Sometimes we think the new as well will look something like what God has done. Um, But, you know, we sang that song, I believe I'll see you do it again. But not necessarily in the same way. So expect God to move in different ways. You know, I'm, I'm really um, up for seeing people baptized in the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's expect for new things. Because God's always doing something new. Um, 
the greatest barriers sometimes to what God is doing is, is because we remember what he used to do. And, and it's important that we, we, we thank God for his faithfulness, for the things he's done for us in the past. We, we, we constantly must thank God for those things. But faith, his faithfulness in the past helps us to see new things and blessing in the future. When I first became a Christian, which was a very long time ago, when I was 16, um, as, a, as a, a new Christian, I don't know if any of you ever did this, you'd, you'd flick your Bible open, close your eyes, and you'd put your finger down, and God would bless you with whatever verse that came up. Occasionally, it wasn't a very good verse. Um, but, you know, that was then. That, that was the milk, wasn't it? It's not the meat. God's still speaking, but in a different and a deeper way. I find that in my life anyway. But we have to move on. And Moses um, stood in front of the Red Sea, and the sea parted, didn't it? Uh, made a way where there was no way, and I'll believe I'll see you do it again. Well, I don't think he's going to do it like that again. He'll make a way in our wilderness, but in a different way, not in the same way. So the Red Sea was a barrier. For the, if, if you don't know anything about uh, Moses in the Old Testament, uh, took the children uh, of Israel uh, away from uh, Egypt, thank you, Neil, <laughs> from exile. Well, they were slaves in Egypt, and they came to the Red Sea, and there was no way through it. So Moses uh, commanded the sea to part, and the, and the sea parted. Um, so the water in that inci- in- incident was, was a barrier yeah, it was a barrier uh, for the children of Israel. But barriers change into blessings when water appears in the desert. Do you, do you understand what I'm, I'm saying? That what was a barrier becomes a blessing in the wilderness where it's needed in the desert. So our, our pain, uh, and when we go through pain, becomes power, yeah? So we can use our pain, and it becomes power, and our shame becomes grace. And maybe there are people here this morning who are saying, you know, how much longer do I really, really have to walk in this wilderness? How much longer? Because you're really going through some stuff. But, the God, but God brings water to where you are. God brings water to where you are. It doesn't uh, put the blessing far off. It, it gives you water where you are. And you can be blessed in that space. 
you can be blessed in that space, Sharon. Yeah? He gives you water in the wilderness. He never leaves us or forsake, uh, will never leave us or forsake, as uh, the Bible says. But often we can't feel God in our own situation. And we want to know, well, how is this happening? Why is it happening? The when and the who. But it's not our job to predict how God is going to make a way. That's not our job to predict. Sometimes we we make up scenarios, don't we, in our head. Oh, if only God would do it this way or that way or the other way. But we can't predict that. We don't know the how, but we know the who. And the who is Jesus. The who is Jesus. Sometimes our uh, biggest barrier is our past. And for some people here, maybe your past has been a difficult one and not an easy one. But if we spend our time in the past, we'll miss the present. We'll miss everything. If we dwell, it says, I think this is RSV, this is the verses I learned years ago, don't dwell on the past. You know, forget the former things. See, I am doing a new thing. Is your best behind you? No, that's a lie. Your best is not behind you. So this morning, I don't care how old you are or how young you are, the best is yet to come. So the best is yet to come. Ruth, the best is yet to come in God. And for me, you know, the best is yet to come. You know, you, if you're older, you look at younger people and think, oh, they've got all their lives in front of them. But, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. The best in God is yet to come. And he wants to bless you where you are. He wants to bless you where you are. And Corinthians tells us, doesn't it, that we're a new creation. The old has passed, the new has come. And in Philippians 1, 6, there are these verses. I love these verses. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So no matter what, God is always working in our lives. God is always at work. He never sleeps. He's never still. He's always with us. He's always working in our lives. And even when you don't feel like he's working in your life, when you feel your worship and your praise is is just a sacrifice... God is working in your life. There is water in the desert. No matter what, God, God is always, always working in our lives. And the certain thing is that he's doing something new, always. Always, always doing something new in us. I can't think of a, a better message for the church, for us as a body, We can't settle for the same old things and the same old way of doing things. There are certain things 
that are set in stone, the, you know, the word of God. Um, but we can't settle in, in old ways of doing things. We need to look for the new. Um, could I have the band back, please? Um, there's, a, there's a song it has been going through my head. Um, I, is it I Can Feel It? What? No, no, it's a secular song. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Can you feel it? Yeah, okay, that's a good one. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? I can feel it. I can feel the Holy Spirit's at work in this place, in Hope House Church. Um, and I am so excited for what God has le- uh, left to do in this place. Better things are coming. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> Better things are coming. The Holy Spirit is going to move in power in this place. Believe it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Can you feel it this morning? Um, The Bible talks in the Old Testament about wells being unblocked, showing that God is on the move. And this morning, um, I do want to make an appeal. Don't pressure anybody. But if you feel this morning that you are stuck, that you are stuck in one place, or that you're in the wilderness and it seems to have been for a long time and you feel stuck in the wilderness, as the band start to play and sing, please, please come forward. Let somebody pray with you. Because God is bringing something new to your to your lives. He's bringing water into the desert. Forget the former things. Forget the slip-ups you've made in the past. Forget the things that you, you can't forgive yourself for because God can't, will forgive you if you come to him. And forget. Um, I'm going to be a, a little bit more daring as well. Um, I believe that when we're baptised, filled with the Holy Spirit, brings a whole new dimension to our walk with God and our ability to push through in the wilderness. So I'm going to invite people who... Maybe you've been baptised in the Spirit, but you've not been moving in the Holy Spirit and you just want more. Or or you've never, ever been filled with the Holy Spirit. So maybe come over to this area here and people will pray for you. But let's press on into the new. Let's press on into the new. Forget the former things. See, I'm doing a new thing. Streams and rivers in the desert. And I love that Jesus does that.
Worthy of every song we could ever sing Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you Jesus, the name above every other name Jesus, the only one who could ever say Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you Oh, we live for you And holy, there is no one like you There is none beside you Open up my eyes in wonder And show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. I really, um, I really believe there are, there are people this morning who who need who need prayer and who need to come out for prayer. I feel it really, really strongly. So as we sing this, please be brave. It might be that wells get unblocked this morning in your lives. You know, maybe the wells in your life are blocked. And maybe you need to come and ask for prayer so that those wells could be unblocked. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. people, that would be great. And I will 
That Julie read the Isaiah verses there. They say, I'm doing a new thing. It's, it's prefaced by God saying, Forget the former things, forget the things that have gone before. But the older translations actually, I think, are slightly more true. The older translations say, Remember not the former things. It doesn't say, Forget the former things. It's not like, Oh, I'll just forget that. It's an active thing, it's a thing that, that we have part in this. God says, Stop remembering. Stop remembering. Stop calling them back to mind. Stop picking a scab. And I've just... Somebody asked me yesterday how I was doing about an issue. And I said to him, I've just... I've chosen to to not remember it. I've chosen to stop picking a scab. I've chosen to, to not call it to mind. And I think God's saying... It can't be just me, otherwise I would have been able to just stand there. I wouldn't it wouldn't have welled up inside me. The need to share it with you wouldn't have been there. God saying to me and other people here, stop picking the scab. Stop remembering it. Stop calling it to mind. God's doing a new thing. Think of the new things. Think on the new things. Stop thinking on the old things. Stop thinking on the pain. Stop thinking on the hurt. Stop thinking on the anguish. Not that it's not there. But while you're picking a scab, it'll not heal. Think on the new things. Think on the new things. Think on the new things he's doing for you. Think on the, on the new things he's doing with you. I'm just going to read, uh, you know, the same verse from uh, another version. It says, stop dwelling on past events and brooding over times gone by. So it, it, it just all the events that have gone by, stop dwelling on them and don't brood, you know. Don't keep thinking over them over and over again. Just let them go. Amen.
salvation in this place over coming weeks so we need to be built up and ready to help disciple yeah uh, it's one thing uh, seeing people saved but we need to disciple them don't we but the angels in heaven are having a knees up at the moment uh, thank you for being with us this morning. Please come to our at six live lounge service this evening. Coffees and teas will be served in the back. Please stay around and get to know the family if you're a visitor. Thank you. You don't have to come. 